still i mean it's unfortunate and you know that ruined his you know his race as well with a lap one turn one um exit then that's go to heart and i'm so sure the mexicans were you know he needed a decent outing but we still have three more races because we have brazil we have las vegas and we have abu dhabi so the fight for p2 in the drivers championship is still on the mics are on and off we go hi guys my name is Vinny and welcome to the wheelspin podcast the home of formula one content and everything motorsports so today um, i'm debriefing the mexican grand prix solo but we will be back for the sao paulo grand prix uh, we are headed to the third of the triple header to uh, uh, brazil so we um i'm i'm gonna keep my team brief <laughs> gonna keep it very brief so generally just talking about anything um momentous that happened throughout the weekend so we had done already we had a video out already that we debriefed like the preview of the mexican grand prix before so right now i'll just basically take you throughout through the weekend and what you know stood out for us so this is a weekend that's so upfront low hey. This is a weekend that's <laughs> a front row <laughs> lockout by Ferrari. So we had Ferrari, the Ferrari of Charles Leclerc taking pole and Saints follow him closely in P2. And finally, um, the champion, the 2023 champion um, um, in P3. Um, so this, I don't know if there's anything that stood out for me um, this weekend. There's a lot of talking points for me. And today I will have um so i think the surprise um events of this weekend were ferraris taking pole position i mean taking from during fp3 fp3 is where we do a lot of qualifying simulations and they didn't get enough track time or we didn't see a lot of running from the you know scarlet scarlet team so them coming into qualifying struggling in q1 q2 okay not struggling but also not being like you know front runners so um and then them appearing in Q3 and you know stunning the Mexican crowd and taking pole and says being P2 was you know something to actually talk about. So we also had um Danny Rick qualifying ahead of Checo Perez in P4, which is commendable. So I mean this is a um it's a second second weekend out for Danny Rick after that break he had with his injuries there and for him to come out here and have such a decent weekend something again to you know commend him on um so that was qualifying ferrari on top followed closely by max verstappen who could not i mean it was like an anomaly again for the rb19 something that we're used to seeing running so comfortably all, around all tracks and for them to actually not find their sweet spot around the Mexican Grand Prix circuit, then that was, you know, that is something to to actually point out. So I think I'll I can just basically go into the race. Um, <laughs> turn one, lap one. I mean, starting Max was actually starting on like the most optimal place you can start at at the Mexican Grand Prix. So he had a lot of he could take advantage of the slipstream ahead of the two Ferraris, and he had an excellent start. He um he came from p3 and was leading the race already 
and we also saw the you know home favorite Chico Perez you know um, pin out of the truck. So I mean, of course, we did see a lot of booing by the crowd, booing Charles Leclerc for you know the incident, but there was an investigation, but that was carried out, and there's no you know you could argue it both ways, like. There were three cars going around the same track. I don't know if Perez was aware that Charles Leclerc was at the middle. And then there was also Max Verstappen, was it, or Carlos Sainz. So for them to actually, um, I think Charles, no, Perez, came from the outside, tried to take the corner together with Charles Leclerc. And that wasn't going to end very nicely, was it now? So I mean, it's unfortunate. And, you know, that ruined his, you know, his race as well with a, lap one turn one um exit then that's go to heart and i'm so sure the mexicans were you know he needed a decent outing but we still have three more races to go we have brazil we have las vegas and we have abu dhabi so the fight for p2 in the drivers championship is still on because we had um a decent outing for the mercedes um for lewis hamilton he drove very he is i mean we keep on saying lewis is that tire whisperer he is really a tire whisperer because uh, a two-stop uh, okay a one-stop strategy was you know poised to be the most ideal around um this track and one stop would to stop a two-stopper <laughs> was it a two-stop yeah because i think first we had no one stop one stop makes more sense right because we had drivers starting on mediums and then pitting for hards and some of them pitted for mediums again. So there are those who are going to take two stops and there are those that committed to the one stop. And um, Max Verstappen was fairly ahead. And I, and, and I want to I wanna also acknowledge Mercedes. Mercedes yesterday had quite decent um, pit stops, like <laughs> 2.5. At least we didn't get to three seconds, at least uh, with our stops. And the strategy was tricky. I mean, everyone was so worried about Lewis um, going for the mediums and not um, making it to the end. And also, I think oh, the, other, the, other, the other reason why maybe the one-stop worked for most teams was we had a, lot, we had a number of interruptions. Like um, in the Grand Prix, we had that nasty accident of K-Mag. It was so nice to see him come out of it, you know not injured at all so actually we had the session getting red flagged and you know when you when this when the red flag the session that means you know so many changes can you can actually change your tires you as in it basically neutralizes the race and the other thing is that now we were going to get a stand standing standing like start again so that means we were going to have the cars slot into their grid positions the positions they were in before the session was actually red flagged so that the tires were going to play a big a big a big role you know remember like the softer the compound it gives you more grip and you know it warms up quite quickly compared to um the other compound so max had already pitted before the red flag like he had pitted but he had quite a decent gap so he wasn't going to lose track position so there was a brief safety car and then now they the session was red flags to repair the barriers actually so i think pitting we we weren't i mean we weren't going to see so many changes because again i don't think the drivers had so much tires in their disposal so we had some of the drivers retaining the cars they had um louis hamilton put on a soft 
um, a pair of, you know, scrubbed mediums. That means some used mediums. And like, I mean, we were quite far off from the end of the race. So it was actually like a big gamble. And, you know, Lewis is a tire whisperer. I mean, guess how many times, he, you know, we, were, we have to call his bluff. Like, yeah, Bruno, my tires are gone. And then, you know, he ended up setting the fastest lap time and getting you know getting that extra point to his um you know championship charge so i think after the red flag we got a very um good um race restart and max again got comfortably ahead i mean i i didn't think he was going to struggle so much but on the hard he was a bit worried but then i don't think that was going to stop the dutchman he has been relentless in his 2022 2023 campaign um lewis um took overtook Leclerc yeah for P2 Leclerc again was I think they were on on hard yeah so he took Leclerc and yeah ended up taking P2 and that I think that is always brilliant to to watch um check um <laughs> Max Verstappen had like I don't know quite a decent more than decent because I think he finished the race 15 seconds ahead of I think over a little over like 15 seconds ahead of literally everyone and the thing is like i don't know like this rb19 and particularly like max verstappen cannot be stopped because this is a guy who is you know going for i mean we say records are there to be broken and he is doing exactly that he took his 16th win of this season like that is crazy and he topped his wins so he has now 51 wins and i think he's fourth now on most um most wins by a Formula One driver. Like, I think he's standing next to this. I think the people who are ahead of him is Lewis Hamilton, Michael Schumacher, and Sebastian Vettel. He has been relentless. Red Bull have been relentless. Like, I mean, he's already won the championship, but he is going. He is going. He keeps on going, and he keeps going, going, going. I think the other thing that I also noticed about the race was um, Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri, after their upgrades, they have been running very nicely. They were both riding in the points, like, sometime during the race until that... Um, Yuki Tsunoda got a bit more, <laughs> a bit more greedy. I mean, which is okay because I mean, they are there to race. So, got greedy, and with and tried to take Piastri, and he ended up getting tagged by Piastri, and then that kind of you know relegated him down to outside the top ten. So that means he wasn't get a point in the race. I think the thing is, and I remember there was like that stuck comparison between, you know, Tsunoda's and Piastri's reactions to to both the incident. I mean, Piastri is always so zen. So he was so zen. He's like, oh, okay. You know, like, oh, that happened. Tsunoda was furious. Like, yeah, you've ruined. But then again, instead of getting so worked up on the team radio, like get back to your race, you can still, I mean, he did end up finishing, I think, around P12. So that means if he had not wasted so much time being furious on team radio, but which is completely understandable, understandable because again, it's a high adrenaline sport. You're in your zone. You're operating on this. You know, you're driving very fast, and someone is you know tagging you out of the way. You think you're running the points, and then you know that happens. And then, but I still feel like he could have done it. Like just get your head down. You know that happened, but it didn't take you out of the road. Like it didn't take you out of the race. So I felt like there was more for him to extract from the car. Seeing as also Danny Rick um, also finished in the points, like uh, he got points for um, Alpha Tauri that saw them move from, 
I think returned to P8 right now, so and it got them some decent points. So that was really um, that was also like something else um, I noticed. I think also during mid during the race we saw that um Charles Leclerc was going to be investigated for I think driving unsafely or something like. You know he had like after that Chico Perez like incident on San Juan, so he had like I think a loose bit of his, and anyway did end up coming off the end plate of his car. But then the regulations and you know FIA did the, apparently it's not unsafe like apparently it doesn't cause so much risk so we didn't see any um, <laughs> any penalties coming his way. I think the other thing was that also even after Lewis Hamilton and I think and Charles Leclerc crossed the line like I was also like a bit careful not to celebrate so we would only celebrate after the scrutinizing like um <laughs> by FIA is over because you know last time you remember what happened like. Lewis was, you know, running a P2, a very decent P2. And then, you know, we got disqualified together with Charles Leclerc. So I think <laughs> it's like PTSD, man. So we were just like, oh, yeah, we will wait it out and see what, you know, what will happen. But we, yeah, so scrutinary processes were over and we retained our P2 and our P3. Like, it's such, like, um, a great thing, like. The two, the two bros, Charles Leclerc and Lewis Hamilton, you know, coming from a tough weekend last weekend when they were disqualified, and now the boys are up in the in the podium. I think um, I did see um, Bottas. I think there was an incident with Bottas. I forgot with who. Oh, Bottas and Lance Stroll. Bottas did end up getting um, penalized. Um, I think for causing a collision, so he got a time penalty and also got some penalty on his super license. Um, super license so yeah um i think the alphas as well i i see alpha romeo's that's also some other good thing to mention they did qualify they didn't they did make it uh, through to q3 as well so i think the by the way the, the grid is just getting bunched up in qualifying it's so close the terms are so close so um maybe even we'll get closer next year and but now we also would like to see a bit more closer racing during sunday that is um the Mercedes development seems to be working. The floor, Lewis is coming alive. And it can only mean that they are on the right track for 2024. And I really do hope that that is a trajectory we keep, you know, um, across, um, you know, from now to next year. So I think the other, like, who's the other person I think I should mention was who had a very decent um yeah, Williams, of course, Williams, again, we said we love the trajectory that they've been on. They finish in the points. There's a, there were a number, I don't know if it's reliability issues, but we did see a lot of retirements. Like Alonso retired from the race. We had, of course, we had Checo. We had Alonso. We had K-Mag after his accident. We had Logan Sargent retiring. Like, I think later on, just when we we're almost finishing the race, but he had some fuel pump issues. I think it's an issue that Ferrari have had before again. Um, so that was Logan Sargent. And then also Stroll, like I think on lap 66, he also retired. So we had, I think, <laughs> I know Lando joked about Aston Martins, like developing backwards, but I really do not. I thought they had data. I thought they were going to have like a good weekend, but they seem to be struggling because I think we've had both cars DNF. Like they 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 retired their both cars. So that is um, Alpine. Um, I, at least we did see Ocon finally. Uh, not finally, Ocon at least finished in the points and didn't get any penalty as well. So there is that. And then, um, uh, um, 
oh yeah, can we talk about Lando Norris? Lando Norris had a very, like a mess, like his Q1 was chaotic and saw him exit quite early. But we saw him, he, he was actually voted driver of the day so early. He had a great, 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 great recovery drive, driving from I think P17 to, and finished P5. So I do not, and okay, the other person I need to talk to about, like, um, I know, uh, I mean, of course, we have to, com- we are all about, all about, we're all about comparison. <laughs> yeah, so Russell, um, I do not understand why he's struggling. I, I'm, uh, or maybe, I mean, he's relatively struggling compared to Lewis Hamilton. So, um, we just see him being a little bit in the mid. Like, yeah, he's finishing in the points. I think that was his 15th finish in the points for Mercedes, I think, for this season. So, um, I mean, I don't know. But let's just, you know, that dynamic, we'll still continue talking about it. I don't know, did Mercedes do the right thing by signing Russell? You guys tell me, I don't know. Like, now we have to continuously think about it, like, or talk about it, or maybe just give him time to acclimatize. We're going to Interlagos. Mercedes go really well around the autodromal circuit, like the Sao Paulo. They go around nicely. And I love Interlagos. I think it's, like, one of my favorite tracks as well, and I can't wait to see what Mercedes, I think they're take, they take. we will take like a penalty or something. There's something we're bringing a new year for unit. I am not very sure, but we are taking something new and we are poised to become to be very fast. And we've seen that we are fast, we've gotten to P2 now. Can we get to P1? Can we challenge Red Bull for the win? If we have, we are on the same trajectory, if we keep the pit stops up to that threshold, maybe we can do it. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. So um, that's basically it for me from from this end. Um, the Mexican Grand Prix, the crowd is tantalizing, amazing. The news are still flying around about is Checo retiring. Are we seeing a Leclerc replacement into Red Bull? Those are just rumors. F1 Twitter is like, it's, it's in shambles now. Anyway, um, we hope to see you in a week's time and i hope you just tell us what stood out for you from this mexican grand prix we also have i've mentioned before we have another video that we talked about the mexican grand prix and how many how many rookies drove in during this weekend so um so i can't wait to see brazil i'm quite excited now we're going to the final like um final trip of our triple header in f1 final trip to Interlagos and I can't wait to catch you there. You have a brilliant start to the week and we'll catch you out in a week at Interlagos.